Hello and welcome back to Girls Gone Healthy. Today we are talking all about meal prep and meal planning and I was actually really excited for this one because first of all we haven't talked about nutrition in forever and second of all I don't meal prep. This is something that I've haven't really done before, but hearing Abby, she's a student who's studying to be a dietitian, she's talking about how she does it and all of her recommendations on how to make it as easy as possible and as quick as possible, and I think that you're going to be taking a lot of notes for this. But before we jump into today's episode, Abby does mention during our conversation about some recipes that she has and she sent me the PDF of them. And so the easiest way if you want access to these recipes, which are great, they're all sheet pan recipes, it's going to be in our Facebook group. So make sure to join right at the link below request to join and that's where you'll have access to the recipes this is where you'll have access to everything else you can see all of the live recordings there so if you need some new recipes come join the group and i hope that you enjoy this week's episode so today we are joined by abby she's the founder of a health and life coaching company is called be about being better as well as she's a columbia university graduate student and studying to become a registered dietitian so i'm so excited that you're joining us abby emily thank you so much for having me i'm really excited to be here yeah i was wondering if you could just give us a quick one minute background about who you are and what you do Yes. So I am a very busy person that specializes in working with very busy and high achieving people. And I help people make health easy because what's easy is sustainable and what's sustainable is going to mitigate your risk for developing all these chronic conditions down the line, which I'm very passionate about. I come from a whole family line of doctors. So just seeing generations of family members heal chronic conditions and, and help manage them. It's, I just feel like it's, it's in my blood. So I want to help people get ahead of it and not even get to that point where they're dependent on medications, but they're just living a healthy and vibrant life now and have that be easy. I love that. Cause I feel like, you know, we're recently students, you're still a student, and this is something that some people don't even think about till later. So I love that you're targeting now, helping other people with it now, but specifically like you help busy people <laughs> with their health. So I was wondering with your own schedule, being a full-time student, full-time coach, how do you balance in being healthy with everything else? You have to have strict, you know, you have to have very clear priorities and, and strict boundaries. And you have to get comfortable with putting yourself first and not seeing that as selfish. I think a lot of people, um, especially high achieving people, just the people that I work very high achieving, so many things in the place. They're such givers. They want to put other people before, um, before themselves. And I find that when people are always putting their work or their responsibilities, their to-do list, other people before themselves and their health, it really is, you know, self-sabotage masked as nobility. People think that it's a really noble thing to do, but you're actually sabotaging, sabotaging your goals. So I think really the first step and one thing that I always have to keep reminding myself of is just that mindset reframe this isn't selfish. This isn't selfish. This isn't selfish. And it's actually necessary that we take the time amidst our busy schedules, not to do everything for health, but to do something to care for ourselves, because that's going to allow us to show up better for the people that 
we're serving the people that are really depending on us and our responsibilities and our to-do list. So you'll actually show up as your best self if you are prioritizing yourself and that self-care. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. And then for you, do you feel like that's something that you struggled with at all? Because I mean, you do have so many different projects that you're working on, or is this something that like you've been able to figure out a way that it fits in for you? Yeah, it's, um, it's not always easy and not every day is perfect. I know you and I were talking right, right before we hit record that today has been especially wild for me, but even amidst that, I've had the most wild day with midterm week and so many different speaking gigs and sales calls and coaching calls with clients that I've worn every hat that I have in my business and in life this week. Um, so it definitely takes trial and trial and error. It's taken me a while to get to this point, but I've gotten myself to this point where I, I have tools in my toolbox that I can readily use and that I know work for me. And it really took me several years to, to figure this out, but I feel like I have a really streamlined way. So when I'm feeling stressed or oh, I guess I'll give a real example of what happened this morning. So I had an online midterm virtual learning is the biggest struggle for those students out there. I really empathize. Um, and Blackboard just decided to black out <laughs> in the middle of my exam. So I'm on the phone with tech people. I'm, e I'm frantically emailing my professor. I'm like, what do I do? Do I get the full time? Can I restart? I only got through question number one. Um, so, you know, I'm freaking out. Finally made it through the end of the exam. Ended up being fine. I got full. T I got the full time. But after I'm just, I'm still wrapped up and so stressed because I'm like, oh, now I'm, you know, 45 minutes behind for my day and, you know, just one thing after the next. And as busy people, we can't really afford to be late. We always have one thing to do after another. But I was like, okay, I'm going to come back to my toolbox. I know that this one specific meditation, quick four minute meditation where you imagine yourself, you know, just connected with accord to whatever is stressing you out. So it's like me and my professor in this exam. And then you visualize yourself just in those few minutes, cutting the cord, they get their energy back. You get your energy back and you can just separate. So I know that that very quick meditation works for me. And you know, there's a few other things, even, you know, just listening to a really good song that pumps me up going for a drive you know, doing some things where, you know, I'll be sitting in my chair if I don't have time between meetings to actually get up and walk around. I'll just kind of sit in my chair and, you know, feel, okay, can I feel my feet on the floor? Can I feel, you know, my, myself in my seat? What's the farthest sound that I can hear? What's the closest sound there? And focusing on my senses just kind of takes my mind away from whatever I'm worrying about and refocuses me um, on something that's less stressful. So these are just a few techniques that I know work for me in a quick moment, but it took me a while to get that, that arsenal and that toolbox of things. So that's what I would suggest to people. You know, I, I can give people so many different tips on how to de-stress and how to, you know, get through their day, but you, you have to give yyourself grace that it's going to take time to figure out what works for you. But I think that's why I've been able to be su successful. And like, now I can be healthy while I'm busy. Not every day is perfect, but I have tools that I know work for me and I can depend on that I can call on in any given moment. Yeah, I think that's really important too. And I love how you mention it like as a toolbox, right? It's not like, you're like, oh, I go to meditation every single time, but it's like having all of these different options available. And these are kind of the things that you figure out when things might be going 
well and going smooth and then you have to pull from it later on so i think that's a great thing to take away from that of like yeah like you might be doing it really well now so just like remember what's working now so you can go back to it when things do get busier exactly what what do you do when you're happy um so a lot of people i know we're coming up to you know warmer weather and you know people are just excited for you know winter to be breaking is summer to be coming soon so everyone's starting to roll down their windows and listen to really good music so if you remember that the next time that maybe you're feeling sad or just coming back to that song or, you know, having a little dance party, things that can get you back into that high vibe, energized state in a, in a place of alignment, like you said, yes, what, what do you do when things are going well and how can you come back to that when you are feeling stressed and overwhelmed? Yeah, no, I love that. And then, you know, another thing that I want to talk to you about too is, you know, how can we make things easier? How can we make things quicker? And so I know that in the health and fitness space, meal prep is a big one of like, okay, this can help save you time. Um, I would love to know your thoughts on how to make meal prep easy, how to start getting into meal prep, all of that. So I know that I'm getting my master's in nutrition um, at Columbia's grad school, Teachers College, and I'm starting to be a registered dietitian. I'll just be completely transparent with you and your listeners. I am not a good cook. <laughs> I, and I don't really cook these elaborate meals for myself. I don't like following the recipe and I don't like being in the kitchen for like a half hour. Um, so I do make things very easy. And a lot of people will say to me, I don't have time to prep my meals in bulk because that's too much time to a lot to cooking. And I can't be away from my work for that long it's like, we almost don't have time not to, we need to prioritize meal prepping because we don't have time throughout the week to be dedicating just that like mental real estate, the time, energy, and attention that it actually takes to cook these things and think of the meal. And, you know, all this, it's just so much easier throughout the week to go to your fridge and microwave something that you've already prepared. So if you know that that's going to make things easier for your, you during the week, you have to prioritize batching that, you know, prefer, you know, maybe over the weekend or, you know, I have some clients that will do a little bit on Sunday, a little bit on Wednesday to kind of break it up a little bit. It doesn't have to take a lot of time. You can meal prep several meals in about an hour. So what I do is I plan out first. This is, I'll give you my, my little system. I never go to the grocery store blind. A lot of people will just go around the grocery store and pick out the foods that they perceive as healthy or their usual foods. And then they'll also pick up foods. I like to call them maybe foods where they think, okay, maybe I'll eat this. Maybe I'll, you know, or if I'm, if I'm rushing or if this meeting goes over, I'll, I'll have this as a backup. We want to like avoid all of that. We want to go to the grocery store and be very intentional. We don't want to just grab spinach because we think, oh, spinach is healthy. We want to know I'm picking up spinach because that's going to go in my few salads this week. That's going to go in this stir fry, or I'm going to put it in my smoothie, whatever it, we want to be very intentional. So before we even go to the grocery store, we need to meal plan. Just getting out, you know, piece of paper, piece of printer paper, and you're going to have meal plan A and meal plan B. Meal plan A is what you eat Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Meal plan B is what you eat Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And then Sunday maybe is like a catch-all day. Maybe, you know, that leaves room for getting takeout, going out to eat. So you have a little bit of flexibility. And you're going to actually drop what you eat on those days, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. And it's good to be eating consistently throughout the day, but you're kind of alternating what you're eating every day to keep things interesting so that you're not getting bored. 
And then you look at what you have already in your fridge or your, you know, whatever your, your kitchen. And that is your grocery list, whatever you need to be making for those meals that you don't already have. So it's very intentional. People end up not only saving time in the grocery store because they know exactly what they're going to buy and how many servings, but they also send up money, spend, or they end up saving money as well because they're not buying all these maybe foods or spinach, but just because they perceive it to be healthier and then it goes bad in their fridge. Oh, oh my gosh. RIP to all the spinach. It's just, you know, gone bad in the fridge. Okay. So now we have exactly what we're going to eat in the right servings. We've gone grocery shopping. Then what do we do? This is where we streamline the actual meal prep. Wait, before you get started with this, I love it already because it's like, okay, you have meal plan is step one, which I don't even think about like before the meal prep. Usually I'm, as you said, I go to the store and get a lot of healthy foods, but sometimes I'll end up bringing back like five fruits and then no protein. And so I'm like, how can I make a meal out of this? So I love that. Like start with step one, start with planning the meals and then going and getting it. Yes. And that allows you, like you said, to have actually a balanced meal and a balance because you can look at the whole day and be like, wow, it's a really good day. I'm getting adequate carbs. I'm getting adequate protein. Um, and especially I'm sure a lot of your listeners are trying to, you know, either lose weight or tone up or, you know, maintain their, their physique, whatever, everyone's got their own health goals. So protein is a really big component of that. And the research is showing that the, the best way to have protein and to divvy that up throughout the days is to have about 20 grams of protein three to four times throughout your day, rather than having this huge thing of protein, a bunch of, you know, a huge piece of chicken or fish or a huge protein shake after you work out. Yes, we need protein after we work out, gotta do it for the booty gains, but it's actually better to have smaller amounts of protein throughout the day. So if you can plan it out beforehand, see how your whole day is balanced and how um, each plate for each meal is gonna be balanced, you'll just, you'll feel better. It takes the, the thinking out of it. Yes, definitely. I love like the visual aspect of it too. I'm such a visual person. So actually picturing like, okay, these are for each of the meals. So we got the meal planning and now how do we start to streamline the meal prep? Yes. First thing I do, I set my oven to 350 degrees and we get that preheating. We're going to put a lot of things in the oven. And I think the easiest thing to do for busy people is to make sheet pan dinners. And I can actually send you a PDF of a few examples for your listeners. Maybe we can like send that out or put that in the show notes. I'm not exactly sure how that works. Um, but give you, you know, a few, few examples of this. And I'm sure if you search Pinterest, sheet pan dinners, you'll get a bunch of different ideas too. But a sheet pan dinner is everything that you would need for that meal in one place. And you're just going to put it in the oven, 350 degrees for 20 minutes. And that's it. That's your whole meal. So a couple, you know, different combinations off the top of my head, you could put chicken or turkey meatballs or some fish, maybe Brussels sprouts and maybe some sweet potatoes. Or if you just want to have the protein and the vegetable, you know, you could be roasting any type of vegetable and whatever is your protein source. But then on the stove, maybe that's where you're making quinoa or maybe lentil pasta or, um, you know, a different, a different carb source there so that you're kind of making the whole meal at one time. That's what I would recommend. Have you ever tried a sheet pan dinner? No, but as you're saying this, like it seems so easy and it almost reminds me of like 
a breakfast smoothie, but for dinner, right? Like you're just putting everything together, <laughs> cooking it at once, and then like it's done. Just like Instapots, I know that are really like popular right now because it's the same idea, right? You put everything together, do it at once, it's done, and it's balanced, right? Like that's the big thing too. It's a balanced meal and probably the simplest way to do it. Exactly. To have everything just in one place. And what's great about this, if you're not cooking anything on the stove, I think if you're going to cook, cook something on the stove, try and be in the kitchen and around. I can't tell you how many times I've like walked out of the room and have something burn. But if something's in the oven and you can trust it for 20 minutes, like that's when you could get a workout in. That's when you could do a little meditation, a little yoga flow. You know, this is, you know, you could almost step away and use that time. But I actually try not to do that. I think if I'm just cooking one sheet pan dinner for 20 minutes, then I'll step away. But most of the time, the, the oven's just where we start. Then we start to do stuff on the stove. So you can be making some carbs in bulk. Like, you know, maybe you're cooking quinoa or some lentil pasta, whatever you're doing there. Um, maybe a stir fry. If you're just putting a bunch of stuff together in one big pot, but you're cooking a couple things on the stove as well. You'll get to a point when you're cooking, when things are a little stable, things are still in the oven, but things on the stove are kind of in a good groove. Maybe you're doing things low and slow. And then that's when I start to prep my snacks. I think this is just the biggest piece of advice I can give when it comes to nutrition. So you want to make the healthy options convenient for yourself. And a lot of times, especially if we're doing back-to-back -back Zoom meetings and we're just kind of sitting at our desks all day, you know, there, there really are some days where we don't have enough time to really step away from the computer and get a meal. Although I, I recommend blocking a lunch break off in your calendar, but if you can, and you know, there's, there might be a few days where things are just especially back-to-back, -back, or maybe you're on the go and traveling and you need, you know, a meal that is more a group of snacks together. If you could divvy those up into serving sizes, I know it sounds a little silly, but sometimes I'll even do this with my almonds. I'll just get a couple Ziploc bags, you know, five or six, and I'll take, you know, an appropriate serving size of almonds or mixed nuts and actually put them in the Ziploc bags and store them in my fridge. Now, do these nuts have to go in the fridge? No, but they're, they're right next to my little cheese stick and my apples. So everything is right there. So when I need a snack, I just grab everything and go. And I already have things divvied up in the, in the adequate portion sizes. It just makes it so easy. Yeah, no, I love that because for me, you know, if I picture, okay, I'm going to go to the gym before work, but I need a snack after then I'm like, okay, well now I have to wake up even earlier for the gym. Now it takes me like 20 minutes to get ready. And it's like, well, no, if you just did that once and I love, you know, even just like almonds, right? You're not cooking almonds, but just putting them in a container to be like, okay, scoop everything up, grab it while you're on the way to the door. Like just, <laughs> it's so simple. Exactly. And I find that we have these, we kind of make up these hurdles in our head. Like, I don't have time to, you know, work. I don't have time to eat healthy. I don't have time to, you know, take a break. I can't do a two minute meditation because I got so many things to do. We, we make the healthy things when we're so busy, bigger than they actually are. Like, does it really take you that much time to like grab a handful of almonds, put them in a bag? No, it really doesn't. It, you know, it, or even a two minute meditation doesn't take that much time. Like we all have two minutes. Um, but I think sometimes we just make it this, you know, or we think of it as this huge barrier for entry. So anything that you could do to, you know, just perceive it as easier, it'll just be a smaller barrier for entry for yourself. So you'll actually follow through. 
And I think it also helps too, to remember that you don't have to do everything for your health all the time to be succeeding and making progress. What I am frequently um, chatting about with my clients is this mindset shift from going from being perfect to being consistent. And a lot of people believe that being consistent is being perfect because if you're consistent, you're checking up, you're checking all the boxes and you're consistently showing up. That's actually not the case. So being perfect is being in that all or nothing mentality where things are very black and white. You're either like, if you're in your car, you're putting your foot on the gas, things are going, it's a green light or you're completely stopped. That is the all or nothing mentality. And that's being perfect. You're either, you know, going for that hour long workout, eating all the healthy meals, or you're doing, or you're doing nothing. So we want to find something that's in between. So I, I want to encourage everyone to start living in the gray. And, you know, the equivalent to that would be if you're going in your car, but some days maybe you're just driving through a school zone. So things might be, you might be moving a little slower, but you're still moving. You're still moving the needle in your life. So people will say, well, if I can't do a full meditation, if I can't eat a full day of healthy meals, like, is that really going to make a difference? Is, is it even worth it at that point? Yes, because it's a small thing that's going to move the needle rather than doing nothing that's going to keep you stagnant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. Because then, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, I've never even thought about making multiple meals in a row or the snack part, right? Like you don't have to start with all of it. But what is like one meal that you can make just double the portions of or triple the portions of and start from there of what you're already doing? Yes, exactly. Exactly. You want to start small, you don't have to completely overhaul. I know I gave my whole meal planning and prep process, but if, if that seems a little overwhelming, just start with prepping your snacks. Just start with like, like you said, increasing the portion size of the meals that you're already cooking, because then that will save you time. You don't have to cook the next day. And at least for one meal or maybe one day's meal that you can start to microwave things then you'll see how easy it is. And you're never going to want to go back. And then you're going to kick yourself on the days that you don't meal prep because you know that it makes it so much easier. You know, we just have, I mean, this is exactly why I named my company Be About Being Better because the, at least the clients that I work with, everyone is striving for a higher level of success. They see that they are made for more. They're, they have a mission in life and, you know, they have these gifts and these talents. They're just made to make a wide impact and impact the world in such a great way, but their health is holding them back. So if we could, you know, just streamline all of these things so that you don't have to think about when your next workout's going to be, you don't have to think about what your next meal is going to be. Maybe give you a little bit more confidence and self-esteem. You're not always worried about or saying to yourself like, Oh, I feel bloated. Oh, I'm so tired. Like, Oh, look at my arms or my thighs today. If we could almost get rid of some of those thoughts and streamline the healthy habits. So things become automatic you have more mental real estate to focus on other things in your life that are going to actually contribute to your mission and move the needle in your life for, you know, from a success standpoint. Yeah, I love that. Just all that streamlining it. Because actually, so I'm someone that hasn't really meal prepped, but listening to yours, like it doesn't overwhelm me. It almost makes me realize like, you're right. I'm spending so much mental real estate every day because every day when I wake up, I'm like, I don't know what I'm eating today. And it's like a process that I have to go through daily. And like, it gets tiring. It gets exhausting, right? So hearing you say that you do it once per week because you plan and then you prep, I'm like, why am I not doing this? Like this actually seems to be like the answer of making it simpler and streamlined, as you said. 
Yes, exactly. And look, life's, we can't, you know, not every storm is in our forecast. So something's always going to come up. Life's always going to be throwing stuff at us. 2020 is case in point for this. Um, so if you can't prep all of your meals or maybe you can't eat healthy that day, well, could you still get movement in? Can you go for a walk? Can you journal about three things that you're grateful for? Can you drink water? I think that's something we can all do. Drinking more water throughout the day. So I think realizing that, like not pigeonholing ourselves into always having to do, you know, one healthy habit or, you know, we have to be perfect in all these areas, but just trying to do something for our health every day can make such a huge difference. So I love that you're thinking that it's easier. Oh, yeah. I mean, once again, right. This is just one tool that you can add into the tool case or belt, whatever. I don't use tools, um, but you know, it's just one more possibility, right? So the days where you're like, okay, like, you know, you don't have the energy for the gym, but you want something else, right? This is just another option. And there's so many options out there. None are right or wrong. So thank you so much for coming on to talk to us about this today. Where can people find out more about you and your programs, all of that? Yes. So I'm mainly on Instagram, abby.stacier. And I'm also on TikTok as well. I don't know what it is about TikTok, but we've just exploded on there. Um, so definitely you can um, find more information about our programs. And also I'm always spilling the tea about my wild dating life in New York city. So, um, definitely check that out there. And if you're curious, if one of our programs could be good for you, head to the link in my bio, both on Instagram and TikTok, and take my quiz. We have awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor and take a screenshot right now and post it on your Instagram story. You can tag me at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast, at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast. Come say hi, come say what's up. I'd love to connect with you and this would help support me to continue bringing you free content. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.